Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey guys, so pull out your pajamas, your remote control, sit back and relax. My name is Toke Makinwa. And my name is Temisan. Join us on this Christmas episode. We'll be answering all the questions that you have asked us today. And of course, happy birthday, Jesus. It's actually his birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jesus. Ask us questions, Jesus. Oh, not Jesus <laughs> asking us questions. Bye. Bye. Hobashata. Thank you, Jesus. Finally, we are doing this podcast. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, my month, November, my month, and December. And he kept us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, you surprised me because I don't deserve what you surprised oh, me. Oh, that's so sweet. I saw this, um, I heard this voiceover thing on a reel. Someone you saying, Look how far you brought me. That's the only thing she can say. Mm. And you know, she was just riding and just thinking that, ah, this year, yeah, everybody. It's okay. This year. Yeah, and almost naked me. Eey. I almost run into it. straight. <laughs> I say, Lord, you have to hold me and my mental Eey. health together. I see why people decrease. It's okay. Ah. You know, I see why people go through it through depression. Because I've never thought that, you know, I can I could pass through like a depressive state. Mm. But this year I was borderline. Let me tell you what I there's this new, I don't know if it's a new pastor. Forgive me if his church members are watching this. And before you guys think that I'm saying. Some Lazarus guy. Femi Lazarus. Someone's just been sending me his clips. And I'm like, where Wait, have you been um, all my life? That's how I feel about him. But you know, I have my own pastor. But then... Femi... Oh, boy, nobody was coming for your pastor. Oh, just appreciate something I said. Like, this I guy... I know. I know that he's so anointed. I can literally taste it and feel it from I wasn't the... even going about his anointing. I think he's a teacher. <laughs> I'm not talking about... He's, he's not... I don't get religiousness when I listen to him. Yes. I get him using things he's been through in life. Mm -hmm, there was one particular mm -hmm. clip I saw when he said he almost committed suicide. Yeah. I had chills. And I feel like this is what the body of Christ should be like. Yes. If people yes. could lead by example and share their own 
Whatever. And I've honest. always said this, like be yeah. honest about the fact that yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a pastor, but I'm a man. Yeah. I have my own, yeah. do you know what I mean? I have my own, I have my feel depressed, as you said. I'm sad. Perhaps we can connect more and be like, okay, no, be only me, this thing they because do. Because like, call, the calling of being a pastor is not even, doesn't make you different from the people. Yeah. It's just a job that yeah. you have to do. You yeah. just have to point the people to Christ. So, yeah. so because sometimes pastors are so far away from the members that mm. it feels like they cannot feel what mm. the members are feeling. Mm. So when you find a pastor who can tell you that I've been there, yeah. I'm going to hold your hand. Yeah. This is what the Bible says about yeah. the about he this. He said he had different ways he tried to kill himself. Yeah. Like different ways. He had a boiling ring situation and that, light went yeah. off. And then he had an encounter and he says Emmanuel and he knew at that moment God was God with us. That was an encounter with Christ. Ooh, I was just like because I've been going through it. God and I went through it this year. I'm not even ashamed you, you to went, say that. You went through it reached me. It's okay. I, this is what we're Nigerians. Why do we like to compare? I'm not comparing our, our That's what problem. Nigerians do. That. When you say I had a headache, <laughs> my own headache was so bad. If you know what I went through, it's not a competition. Okay. My friend, I and God went through it. We're literally just, I'm not ashamed to say that I'm just getting back into it with him. I stopped praying at some point because mm -hmm. I think for me, what was the most hardest part of this year was the roller coaster, was the me building my faith up. And the Bible says he doesn't like lukewarmness. But I I think that was what I was giving this year. Because mm. I've tried, I will believe, I will faith. I, will, I do deliverance this year now. <laughs> I swear. That's you no. Know, that's why we disagree. Because you've always already been delivered. Christ lives in you, you're already delivered to the place. Let's not even go there. Anyway, let me tell you, let me tell you my own, Sha. I think that this year, I came to the end of myself. I know at some points... I thought I'd come to the end, end, mm. but I, I know I, had, I held like maybe twenty percent. Mm. But God, I feel like God, not, not disgrace. You know when you get to a point where you're like God is like, okay, do, do you? I'm mm. here. When you're tired, you come mm. back. And I think that I finally come back. I finally come back, and the only peace I have now is doing. Have you Jesus. been through the kind of pain that even tears can't cut it? It's okay. You can't cry. You know because <laughs> you know it's like a it's not here. You know when the Bible says inner groanings that no evil one, words cannot, cannot explain. That was ah, a lot of things that happened to me this year. I think for me it was like just going through, you know, believing. And I think it's a crucial year for me because mm. I turned 39 this year. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was turning 29. I remember I felt this way. But the difference between turning 29 was I just was excited and feeling like, okay, even if I make mistakes in my 30s, mm -hmm. these are the years that I can always, mm. you know, fix them. But nobody wants to be 40 and still out here not getting it right. So that pressure, I think, I put on myself a lot. But I think I've come to a point at the end of the year, I am going to be honest, I don't have the strength for 2024. Father, listen, yeah. don't put me on the strongest list. Lord, I will make it. I'm oh. telling you ahead. I have come to the point where the strength is even dragging me to the finish line of 2023. That's all I'm holding on to. If a change don't come, boy, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay, so if we make it to this studio, I require Jesus. So <laughs> <laughs> if we make it to this I'll studio. I'm just listening to you, wondering what we're really talking about. No, but okay, so this is what it I is. I think my right? emotions was on override a lot. Everything happened to me this yeah. year. I, I felt every type of emotion from anger to sadness to brokenness to jealousy to... You were jealous? Yeah. Of who? Know, at some point, like... So me? No, not you. <laughs> oh, I'm not worthy of being jealous, though. Not really. My entire life is what you want, bitch. So what are you talking about? <laughs> it's so boring to waste your jealousy emotion on other people. I thought you'd waste it on me. <laughs> not you, took it. Our international friends. 
We have international friends. Like the people that do the same work that we do internationally. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know, I just, I just think that, you know, what's the point? Trust me, if you sat with them, they'll be looking at you and thinking, I was just jealous of you. That's life. So I went abroad at some points, right? Mm. Last year. We're still in the year. Was it last year? Late 2022 into 2020. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, I just sat down, I sat down in the room with people who were probably doing the same thing as things that I was doing back mm. in Nigeria. And I realized how much they had... Why is your heart bending? Mm? Your heart is bending. It's standing on its promise. Is it bending? <laughs> <laughs> you know what is wild? Just because we're friends, this is going to be a crazy episode. Yes, yes. And I and I think that we should literally show them what we are really about. Wait, they're, they're urging me behind this. this. Calm down now. I'm talking to my friend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It's okay. So yeah, so that happened and then mm. I... So of, did they make you feel bad? So I sort of compared a lot, and that's that was the issue. So I I learned that comparison is a thief of joy. It is, and you know I'm in, I'm in a different space. I'm in a very, I'm so centered now on mm. what God is doing. I'm like God, even if you don't do it, even if if though you even though you slay me, I will still stay. I will still be here because that's mm. the only thing that makes sense for mm. me going forward. Mm. Because I mean, not to diminish your emotion because it is what it is, but I, mm. I'm telling you that half the people that you're looking at and thinking, yeah. you, you feel they got their shit together mm. and you would like what they got going on. They're probably looking at you and thinking the same. Yeah. That's just always what life is all about. And everybody can sit down and there's always something we can compare ourselves mm -hmm. to. And there's always someone that we think is living better or not as we are. But everyone's, your ceiling can be somebody's yeah. uh, ground. Mm. And then you'll be shocked that those people are looking at you and just thinking, just look at how he, he's effortlessly funny. Mm. He opens up his mouth, tea with tea. It's like amazing. People just connect with him more than they connect with us. So it happens. But I'm happy that you're here and we went through the year and we're still standing. I think, yeah. I think, I think so. And the reason why we're this transparent for those who are watching is people tend to see our lives and think that they have it worse. But mm. if you can watch us be there with our emotions, let you know that it was, this year was a tough year for every single person. Or even listen person. to the kind of conversations that we have. Do you know like, what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. And, and I think one of the things, and before we get into what we're doing today proper, I think one of the, my biggest learnings this year is getting my mind right. Like, mm. putting my mind on the right things because, you know, the devil knows how to send you different information that's not, that can cause you to worry or fret or, you know, mm. get into a space where you're almost depressed. Mm. So now, like, I'm guarding my heart. I'm guarding the things that I listen to, mm. people that I'm associating with. Mm. You know, I'm just keeping it tight. Yeah. You know? But you know what I also, also learned, just like you, is because the devil sees the holistic picture before we do. Like, I remember listening to this pastor. He's, I don't know if he's a pastor, this mm. Lazarus guy. Yeah, and he said, when he talks about Samson, I don't know if you watched that clip, yeah. and how God knew what he was doing when he put the secret of strength in something that, that can, can grow always back. grow. So everybody has a falling point, and mm. everybody has a point where we look at it and think, I am done. Mm. But even when the, the people forgot about Samson and plucked out his eyes, his hair kept growing. Mm -hmm. And that was the secret mm -hmm. of it. Like, he was, he was inborn. He had it in him. And when the devil feels like, he can't truncate your future he tries to distort your image a little bit just so that if you, if you saw the full picture then oh mommy you know what Gio, I mean? let's go okay let, okay before 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 we finally yeah, I, God, finally, I, I finally let you go <laughs> no but I mean yes, also child of God but you know one of the things that I've learned also God allows a crushing season mm. and you know um, my my favorite analogy is um, a vitna and making wine right so the grapes would think that they're in their final form because they're grapes. They're, I mean, they're fruits, right? 
But for them to last and to be preserved, they have to be crushed into wine. Mm. But the crushing is so hard and it's painful that they don't want to go through it. I didn't want to go through crushing this year. I, I, I've always been a baby Christian. Mm. But I feel like God wanted to mature me. But why though? Like, why does he do that? Because, you know, the things like, that we... So okay, let's let's be honest. The things that we're asking for, the 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 levels that we're trying to climb to, we need to be steady for us to be in those spaces. Yeah, but why does it have to come from suffering? Why can't you just That's wake what's... me up and just be like, my child, pack your bags. I'm going and I'm going to be with you. you why to... do I got? Why do I got to go through the fire? I don't know about you, you but I, I don't. Yeah, those fire does not need anything. For diamonds to be hey, gold, though, diamond, and for all the all the jewels, mm. all the precious precious things have to go through fire. Mm. So there are just some things that I, I would just never make sense to me. And I feel like those things, and I'm, this is not me trying to sound like I'm not a Christian or I'll piss Christians off. I feel like God can handle it and I'm not in the business of laundering his image. But I very much feel that there's a lot of, there's a lot of, not anger in me, but there's a lot of why though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I just be on my own serving you, doing the right thing and you choose the perfect time to still test me. Like you think that you test those who don't care about you, mm -hmm. who curse you out daily, who are mm -hmm. not praying. Mm -hmm. My ass is praying to you and then I'm the one you now choose to test. Why do you want to see if I'm going to fail? Yeah, you know I'm going to fail. Yeah, you know you're strong. Like, soldier. why? <laughs> yeah, it's best soldier. <laughs> Let's just move I, I, on. I, you know what I think I say, God? I say, God, like, the things that you have given, like, that, you know when Paul says, is it Paul that said, um, I will glory myself in your weakness. No, the or is it the thorn in his the flesh? Thorn. And he prays every time for him to take it away. And he said, but, no. But okay. In your weakness, I will glory myself. Our thorns. Is it safe to say our thorns? It's correct English. Yeah. It's the reason why we're so close to God. Is I'll not be close to him without the thorns, just so you know. No, so, but, I love you. Be, no. That's it, Lord. I love you. Mm. It's not dependent on what you no, give me or what you don't God, give me. We love God. But so can you stop testing me? There's a bit of dependence because of these thorns. I think that... So, but what kind of friendship is that? Why would I want someone to depend on me only because they feel like they need me to survive certain no, situations? I'm not saying that. Is the best relationship not God when you give me everything is. and I still love you and you're like, that's my girl. Regardless of whatever, she's my girl. No, but okay, we're very human. We know that if God gives us everything, sometimes we might just... Because I know that when... And so then why do you not criticize my way of religion? Because you say we are saved by grace any which ways. Mm -hmm. But you're contradicting yourself right now by saying, we know that if he gives us everything, we might just... We might just what? Forget well, him. No, we're human. There's no matter Okay, for so, us so if, we're, if, we, if you're quick to say we might just forget him, then why do you criticize me going to, to deliverance or feeling like we're just saved by grace? <sighs> okay, that's a really pain. So you keep... <laughs> <laughs> so you keep on when I say deliverance I mean that since you have received Christ you are already delivered that's what I said you don't need to argue about it okay but when you're now saying that God keeps, keeps punishing us no I'm not saying God is punishing him. us but this, this, as human beings we come with our own baggage it's some, he for made some us of that us, way he knew about the baggage yes exactly why, was making us, why do kids why, 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 do, why do babies die why do, why do like I would never understand <sighs> The day I, one question I'm going to ask when I get to heaven. Tell me why my father served you. He was an elder in church. One would think that if the devil had said, I'm going to burn down their house, you'd be the first person to be like, strike him dead. Mm. But no, they left. Like, I love God, but sometimes I'm just like, listen, okay. the okay. test is enough, okay, Lord. Okay. Gonna, can we just... Can but we just have good times? We're not going to harass Jesus. It's his birthday, so... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, let's... Get, Jesus, you have some answers, but it's your birthday, so we're going to let it go for now. <laughs> when, I, when I see you, it's on side. <laughs> when we see you, it's on side, Lord. It's I'm on like, like, Why do you have to do these things to me? My nephew said to me the other day, shout out to you, did He goes, ah, it's okay. You know, all of this we're doing, heaven had better be real, because I will fight <laughs> if after all of this so we now find out that it's only facade that no it's okay 
I will throw hands. Mm. Like, no, 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 no. Jesus and I, we gonna have some words. You don't try Jesus. You don't try it. <laughs> God, please help me, please. No, but I, but I know Happy that. Happy birthday, Jesus. I just had to let out some steam. Yeah. I'm fine now. Who's that? Let's okay, so on. happy birthday, Jesus. It's, it's a Christmas episode. It's our first crossover episode. I'm so excited. It's always a good time with Tokiana. And we have some questions, guys. I feel like it's too much of a good time. We yeah. share so much. I'm worried that we're going to share. So, guys, it's Jesus' birthday. And myself and Toke, Jesus' kids, are having You know what I like about special... you? This is where you're going. You just like to go... Jesus' kids. They already know that. Do you think when they watch TV, they don't know that you're a Jesus boy? I will have to remind them that it's his birthday. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm um, sorry, Your Highness. Yeah. <laughs> Let's so, get into it. Okay, we're playing Santa Claus, Sha, on this birthday, right? So we're going to be as- asking or answering questions. That they have sent to us. Yes. And, okay. Yeah. And Tuka and I, we're going to give you our honest opinions or answers. <laughs> Very honest. honest. Tuka might be a little too honest, but me, I w- I'll be able to just help you. and You know, mm. I'm the good one here. Yeah. I'm, oh, wow. I'm the good cop. She's the bad cop. No. You see that at the end of the episode, I would actually be the better cop. Okay, let's see how it goes. Let's bet. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do it. How many hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> about money. Okay, so do I go first? Okay, yes, please. Sharon, and Sharon is actually the name of my assistant. So I'm looking at her with a side. No, she said, no. she said, when you have a toxic boss, bitch, who is it's Sharon? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think you're safe. All this while she thought you were toxic. Ah! <laughs> You thought you were doing Wow! It gets worse. <laughs> Sharon says, when you have a toxic boss who feels threatened by you for whatever reason and always tries to rob his insecurities in, so that mm. ain't me. because She's lying. She just changed it. <laughs> How do you advise on handling this situation to still keep their job pending when they get another? So I, had, I once had a boss who would take the glory for stuff. I know th- it's funny. I know everything about your life. Yes. I know what you're talking yes. about. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I also learned how to play office politics. I don't know if it's gonna work for you, but I, I learned how to play office politics just to get get by, right? Yeah. So I would do the work. He would take the credit, the credits, right? But I noticed that the only way to get the work done is to allow him be him. Mm. So what I started doing, I started, um, I sometimes. I would have an idea, but I would sell it to him as if he's the one that sold it to me. Mm. In a way that makes him look like you are Lord and mm. yeah. But after a while he I just I mm. just knew how to mm. deal with him. Mm. So sometimes it's not always playing, oh, I'm smart, or oh, I don't deserve this, I can't I can't do this. It's sometimes it's just stupid to, to conquer in the yeah. office space. Oh, wow, that's such great yeah. advice. I agree. Because yeah. I remember my corporate days as well. Like there are people that I just thought didn't like me, but one thing I would make sure that they could never force me on was the work. Yes, yes. So if you are so good at what you do, at some point, everybody around will realize that he probably is the one with the issue, you mm-hmm. know, but then just always, it's hard because working in a hostile environment is, is extremely toxic and mm-hmm. it's hard. Mm-hmm. But learn to separate issues. I would literally drop my feelings at the door, host the show, talk to this person. Once the mic is off, carry my bag and I'm gone. We don't have to be friends. Yeah, egos will always clash, but then you know what I mean? have to be smarter than them. All right. Okay, next one says... Oh, actually, I'm going to read this one. It's actually to me. Okay. Okay. I just honestly love your newfound love for God, Timmy-san. You've, you never got around to telling the story. Hmm. Mm. I've always loved God. I just took a break from him when I got famous and I became famous. And I realized I can't do it by myself. So I oh, came back. Jesus, boy. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I've I think that I've always had... My God experience, right? So, 
But coming back now, I think that, you know, it's deeper because I like God for who he really is. I have a proper relationship that is not transactional or doesn't, that relationship doesn't need me to perform. Mm. So I'm in love mm. and I'm just existing there. So it's just a better way to, to love God as opposed to the religious way that people say. Do Interesting. Yeah. All right. Alex Shah says, how do I stop falling in love with multiple men at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> why do you want to <laughs> it's not better for you to have different candies than for you to be home crying over one guy who is not looking at you advantages of having multiple men that you're in love with you're never going to be bored you have different men for different reasons and if one's beginning to feel himself too much you just move on to the other the disadvantage of that is sometimes because you are so quick to fall in love you might miss you know the right one because mm -hmm. there's too many distractions but you just have to pick your poison at least you have a good poison falling in love with multiple men some people can't even find their heart to work be grateful no, but I girl. Like falling in love is a trauma response if she falls in love with multiple oh, men oh Jesus I just need Dr. Tay ah, right, I, I, okay. I'm serious I feel like it's a trauma response it's that thing where she cannot open up and be vulnerable with one man so it's a thing where she would probably skate around different men you know just to see how it goes. The one where you open up to fall in love with the woman where you won't want where it gets you to. My friend is not about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's right. Don't get me wrong. How do you stop falling in love with multiple men? I guess maybe just train your mind to not look at the men. Make it about what are the attributes you need as a person to make your life grounded. Mm. You know, it's not about the people. Look more deeper into what we always make love seem about the other person. But I've learned in my adult years that sometimes it's about what you want. The way you're deliberate about that business decision, that career decision, that's how you have to be deliberate about your love life mm -hmm. as well. It's nice for the butterflies in your tummy. You like this guy, you like that guy. But think about what is good for you. What do you need? And then begin to now take them off the list of the people that represent what you need. If you find that, you know, none of them do, then maybe you're shopping in the wrong street mm -hmm. and, you know, you move on. Got it? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I hate being so serious. Why am I giving you... I'm not your doctor. <laughs> Gather all of them. Fall in love. Now you savvy. <laughs> all right, another question. I have this little... In, in, in comma. Mm -hmm. Bags, heels, slippers, business I started last year. And sales or growth has been so dull and not moving. Please, any advice you could give me on that? We'll appreciate it a lot. Thank you. Can I take it's okay. Yeah. I will tell you that a lot of us get really frustrated by searching for results, even at the beginning of the journey. Life, they always say, is, you know, they say it's about the destinations. No, the journey is really what matters. The Bible says, do not despise your days of early beginnings. Yes, the business is dull. This is the opportunity you get to continuously put yourself out there. Trust me, every single great person you meet today has behind them years of failed attempts, years of rebranding, years of failing and starting. The key is to fail forward. Okay, so this dull period, think about ways like now, let's get so technical. When you post things, you see the post that gets the most interaction. Look at the things you did in that post and look at what your community is looking for and begin to replicate those things as well. Although the algorithm on Instagram right now has gone to shit. So I don't think, and it hurts a lot of people's feelings and emotions when it comes to businesses. But listen, show up. 
Even if you make one silly day, show up. Sure. Everyone who ended up becoming a multi-million dollar, I think it was one famous blogger who shared her story a long time ago in Nigeria and said she blogged for eight, nine years with nothing, no single money. And she's one of the wealthiest bloggers today. So you can't, if we, we are, we are always, we have this thing where we're quick to give up on things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it, it would, it's like, you have to keep oiling the well. You just have to keep applying yourself. And, and you know, people time. around you, don't be ashamed to ask for help. Because I realize that if you want to go far, you know, you go uh, uh, alone. If you want to go, if, no, if you want to go fast, you go alone. If you, you want go to go far, you go, I mean, what, what's the, what's the saying? Is it fast and fast? You get what I'm trying to say, basically. Mm -hmm. Don't be ashamed to ask for help. I used to struggle with this a lot because I just felt like, oh, maybe people are not buying because the product is not good. Maybe this, maybe that, maybe this. Listen, get out of your own head. Carry your market because it's yours. There's no shame. Mm. Ask for help when you want. And if they don't help you, don't worry, you will still blow. Yeah, Today you blow. Mm -hmm. You remember those who were there for you and those who were not. Mm. So without talking too much, I really feel like people need to just keep at it and stop looking for it. If you watch the Beckham documentary, he still know how early this boy would get up to train. Do you know how hard it was for him to become David Beckham, the brand? He was intentional about every single thing. Thing. Mm -hmm. His parents too were. So your community is important. Don't worry about how many people viewed your story, how many sales. Sometimes you might not make money from any real business. When I said TM Luxury, my first set of bags, it failed, it flopped. People were laughing at me online. I cried. But you know, the key is once you're passionate about something, take the moment out to feel your feels. But it's your business. Hawk it. Shout it from the rooftop. Do the video you want to. From one day, somebody is going to take notes. It's not about word of mouth. That will tell somebody and then you're in business. So stop looking at the years ahead, even at the beginning. Enjoy the beginning. I talked a lot. That's so good. That's motivational speaker. That's so good. Cheers hey. to that. I'm and inspired. I know I won't be a motivational speaker for this, for this year today. my business next year. Thank oh, you fuck. You. <laughs> <laughs> next question. This is you. Read it. A friend of mine told me how a pastor no, no. assaulted her. Oh, okay. okay. A friend of mine Let told me... Let me read me... this one because the next one is for you. Okay, so do you want to read this? Yeah. You want to read this one? Yeah. This friend of mine, yeah. a pastor. Pastor, uh -huh. A friend pastor. of mine told me how a pastor assaulted her when she was nine years old. And it affected her mentally. But we are both scared of bringing it up because we don't have a good, we don't have good evidence to back it up. And I personally want him to pay for it. Is there anything we can do? Honestly... If you have to talk about it, talk about it. I hate people trying to control how people discuss. I remember when the Cassie thing came out and a couple of people were having conversations like, why is she just coming and talk about it? Listen, if she's ready now, she's ready now. Mm -hmm. Nine years ago, nobody puts a time limit to how long the trauma has been. Yeah. And only you know what you have been through yes, in those yes, years. Yes, yes. Don't look at it as you're trying to expose someone. Look at it as you're trying to gain your own freedom. Yeah. If not, you'll continually be a prisoner in your situation. You are not what happened to you. What happened to you happened to you. Mm -hmm. You are bigger than your situation. Bad things happen, unfortunately. And this sometimes they come from people that we entrust and we think that should know better. Mm -hmm. But listen, if speaking your truth is what is going to set you free, toot it yeah. from, the high, from the highest. <clears throat> Don't fucking care what anybody has to say because it's you that will be in the prison of your mental health for as long as you want to. I would say get therapy as well. I, I like when people are coming to confront issues from a healed place. Then there's more clarity as to trauma responses. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So when you're coming to a situation from a healed place, 
there's very little that will offend you mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. the problem with when people come out with cases like this is the church has been shielded for so long and brainwashed for so long and it's not nothing to do with the pastors it's to do with the way we run this thing called Christianity mm -hmm. people take it so personal when you're trying to say this is wrong with the way things are done mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you know the whole system is wrong it just means that we've turned our eye for so long to certain things that have happened so yes you'll be met with a lot of aggression because mm -hmm. it's the body of Christ that you're trying to come against but one bad egg doesn't make the entire body of Christ yeah. horrible do you know what I mean yeah. and if you need to you don't know how many other person this how many other people this guy has gone on yes. to continue to assault yeah. so please find your healing go to therapy and then confront it from a healed place because at that point your trauma cannot they can't they can't use your trauma to hurt you anymore mm -hmm. and you're doing this to set so many people free when I wrote my book many people came at me for oh my god we're I'm Nigerians we're Africans you don't do that it wasn't to the partner it wasn't to the man I married it was for my own mental health and I felt like if one person can read this and get help then maybe my job here is done so I'm sorry that happened to you you had no business going through that at the age of nine. So there's a lot wrong with our society. Yeah. The way parents also trust pastors. Because yeah. at nine, why was she left alone with a pastor? I have so many questions. You know, but again, this is not me doubting us. This is me saying that we have failed in so many ways and we now need to begin to take correction. Mm -hmm. So please seek help. I mean, make sure that when you're ready, reach out to us if you need our help. We'll also back you up as long as, you know, we can sit down and talk about this because nobody deserves to be abused at nine. By someone they see climb a pulpit every Sunday. That's just wrong. That's so brilliant, okay? I don't think I should add anything to that. Purr. Purr. Yeah. Period. <laughs> okay, so this one says... Is this to me? Should oh, I just read is, it? Okay, so you can read this. Yeah. Hello, Toki and Tay. This is to TM because Jesus boy may not want to get involved in this one. My fiancé and I had sex for the first time recently and he mentioned he would like if I poke his asshole pegging. That's what it's called. Now I'm scared and I'm thinking I'm about to get married to someone I don't really know. Which kind of fantasy be this one? No. Please laugh at me, but offer small advice. Thank you, my queen. <laughs> Thank you for permitting us to laugh at you, my sister. If you ask us, who we go ask? I don't so know. So, Kevin, you have more experience. <laughs> well, I don't really, I've never really done this pegging thing You've before. You've not? Never. I hear there's a sensation in there. Mm. But I've, I mean, I say to people, I would do anything for love, but I wouldn't do that. Because I, I just I just think it's so painful. I'm just, please just leave my behind alone, okay? Mm. I don't think that I'm that exposed. That being said, somebody else is watching and thinking they get down like that. Yeah. I would say it's worth the conversation. If you're not comfortable, um, you know, sex should be enjoyed and not tolerated. And if this person is going to be your life partner, there should be nothing that you guys cannot talk about. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like you should ask him where you know what that exactly does for him why he wants that done for him you know and be open about the fact that you're not really you know this this is the area that you're not really open to sometimes mm -hmm. maybe the way we were brought up she would, you know. but it's like the truth to be fair to her like it's probably something that she's never even experienced before that's not what's happened daddy and mommy they do missionary mm -hmm. all our friends no missionary so this is what you don't bring all your friends no missionary mm -hmm. What sort of friends do you have? Okay, so maybe doggy. That's it. Well, that's, yeah, I don't know what I'm calling this. You know me, I'm saved. I don't know this size of quality. I bet my problem. I don't use your problem to expose me. Don't use your problem to expose me. Let me just advise you. <laughs> daddy! And they call me, should I record doggy? Pastor, like They say another one. Somebody told me another one that is called... Reverse something. No. 
That one was even the worst. No, no, we'll bar. If I tell you guys, I fell on the floor and the person was telling me. I seemed like I was so outdated. I was like, this is what they are doing now. Wow. They said, it's, they have a name for it, but it's basically where the guy spreads his leg up in the air and then there's a line between like, I think the scrotch, is that the bag, the balls? <laughs> Can you like, <laughs> there's a line between this, the balls and the asshole. And if you touch that thing or if you lick it, they go crazy. But I just thought the guy's legs are going to be <laughs> off in the <laughs> for pleasure men will do anything for pleasure so, they called it something there was a name I can't remember now I was like Divider hey? <laughs> oh no shit no yeah. not Divider they like this no <laughs> it wasn't Divider it was called one name it's, it's a fabulous term mm. that I, I'd heard the term before but I didn't know that was what it was my friend the guy would just have his legs up in the air and then you have to raise it I said, imagination hey? we need Jesus we, see, we sound Jesus. old. Apparently, it's not, a, it's not an old thing. That's what people are doing now. And I imagine if I open the door and the guy's legs are open. I'll probably be like... <laughs> <laughs> Checos. Checos. <laughs> no, but back to your question, Hapek. Talk to your lover. No, no, Do you but, understand? But, but talking like... You know, they, they say the, the male G-spot is up there. Ah, go no, I be male. So my issue with... <laughs> <laughs> I be male? Ah, go no. Anyway. Okay. As your issue saying. is what? That he might, he might be... So my issues are also with... with us as Nigerians, we're not ready to have these conversations about sex and mm. what we like and what pleasures us, right? Mm. So for her, this is alien to her. This she is, feels this like he's new. playing for the other team. That's what she's kind of... It might not necessarily be now. I know. But then for somebody who, oh, as you said, is missionary doggy that mm. people know and then somebody is saying... So have a conversation <laughs> with your man. Like, That's what I So you can know the depths of this pleasure. Like, Baby, what is this really about? And the key is don't come from a judgment place. Because I realize that sometimes yeah. people close off when they feel like you're trying to judge them. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'll be like, maybe if he tells you to do it, maybe after you do it, you'll be like, so babe, what does this actually do for, for you? Yes. Let's see. From you, Partner from the with truth, him eh? to get his pleasure. No, from the truth, you will know what you're trying to look for. Mm, you not always. This no, said, the way she asks. If you ask him in that manner of, You've done it, right? Mm -hmm. So I just want to know, like, what does this do for you? If he loves it a little bit too much, and maybe that's the only thing he wants to do, yeah. girl, he might be playing for the other team. So you know the thing, with, mm -hmm. like, for for even her man to get to the point where she's telling him, he's telling her about this, he must have taken a lot from him to say that to her. Or maybe they're Because close. Nigerian men don't move like that. Yeah. They would like go to the grave, collect somebody from outside to do it for them. That you, that's their wife. True. Me, their wife, don't go give them bad name for their house. Because... True. To be fair to Nigerian women, like, you guys are great, but we're quite judgmental. Bit, yeah. Yeah. We're just closed off a bit. I don't think it's judgmental because what they get up to behind closed doors, they come out and act judgmental. Half these people who be talking shit online, mm. oh my God, they, their life is in shambles. True, true, the things true. they do, they will sleep with a man for Uber fare. Oh. Yet you'll be out here trying to, they, they, I'm telling you. They, they people pretend. We're very pretentious society is what you say. We are quite so that's probably what made men probably seek it outside because the woman is going to clutch her pearls and mm -hmm. just be like, uh, but you know you like shit like that. Okay, so let's 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 give the final verdict on this on this. We're question. supposed to talk to your man. Talk to your man, see where his, his head is at and um, And if you're not comfortable with it, don't force yourself yeah. into something that you're not comfortable with. No matter man that you will not be able to peg all the rest of your life. Oh, she's called a pegging. Yes, oh, so please you know what you're doing now Peg. if you're going to leave or see, enter the relationship. But you know, there's it. also some freaky ladies who. Hmm? I'm just thinking about the process of, like, I've got nails. I'm literally going to be digging deep inside. No, Peg, you have to wear something now. What do you wear? Ah, Jesus, oh, boy. God. <laughs> eh? I see this question going to expose me. <laughs> oh. you, you, you wear gloves to peg the person? 
don't know, you probably have to wear the thing. What gloves? The strap on. Oh, is that what it okay, is? But I thought you were more. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought he meant. I thought she meant finger hole. Fingers. No. Oh no 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 no. See, I think he played for the other side. Ah! I... Oh, that's always the case, though. Not necessarily. Why? What does he fantasize about you wearing a strap on? Co correct me, educate me. I actually thought he meant fingering. I thought she meant like her man so likes to put her finger. If I miss your billionaire, who you've and he wants me to wear a strap on to fuck him from behind. Mm -hmm. Nigger, I love you, bro. Listen, I have nothing against you coming out and telling me. Mm -hmm. I'm. I love. What if he's not gay? The, the, the question he's is probably bi. Then maybe that's not it. And then okay, so why, why do you like? He wants it from you, his woman. No, no, it's not about him wanting it for me because I'm then wearing a strap on, so that's not me. I don't have a... The, the, what I'm wearing is not me. Mm. If it's my finger, is what I was saying. Like, if you want me to finger your so asshole... So you use finger, you know, cannot use strap on. I, I, maybe there's something that they enjoy then. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mr. Mr. might be right. He might not be, but... <sighs> please, I don't even have this kind of conversations. Please, that's not my question. <laughs> so, okay, please, what, what's your verdict? Me, my I, I verdict... Like she should speak to him. Have a conversation and see where his head is at. Mm. And if, because nah. she doesn't even sound like she's, she wants to do it at all, so that it means that that relationship is, is. I don't think she's comfortable doing it, and and I think it's a lot yeah. for somebody who, if they if their sexual connect was like that from the beginning, yeah. and they were worthy of like experiencing, mm. and you know you you know people just some people just live a wild fantasy sex life where they try different things. If that's your situation, maybe you didn't tell us. Then maybe. You know, this is not new for him to introduce that. But I think if it's not, it's like when, let, okay, let me now, a question somebody asked me. She caught her boyfriend watching gay porn. Why are you saying A? Ah! And then asking, Mama, you're in trouble, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. she said she caught him and they would have sex all the time. Like they were like rabbits. Mm -hmm. And she came home early and then she was sat there and he didn't see her coming and he was watching like gay porn. And he was like wanking to that. And, you know, she says it's not. That's level two. No, but how is that different from somebody telling you to wear a strap on? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm not that... You guys, I've exposed myself that I'm not that sexually exciting. Maybe the day I try it, I'll come on this pod and tell you guys that... I mean, who yes. the person? You could tell me off camera. I could tell you. I bet. Come on, dear. Yeah, this is for this Lagos. My brother. I know they do, they do Jesus, but people, they do this, so... Huh. <laughs> Next question. Let me read it, so... Farting relationship. Hi, TT. Massive fan of both pods thank you for this so my boyfriend often farts in my presence uncontrollably so I usually take it as a game or something you know all those you miss I miss but when I retaliate farts in his presence he threatens a breakup and reacts so much to it this is getting messy literally first you need to break up with him first and then before you break up with him you need to take him to see a doctor yeah farting uncontrollable yeah, some gas issues something's wrong with yeah. the guy and why is also, it okay for him to do it and then not you yeah, so before you, before you break up, you mess in his face because he's an idiot for not allowing you mess back. I know, right? And then just, you know, tell him that you, he needs to get checked. Yeah, it's too messy. Ugh. For no reason. And she says he doesn't control it. Uncontrollable, he just farts. So people have issues with... Um, That's what I'm saying. So he's judging her for farting because she's thinking they're playing a the game. But he might be sick. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's really angry. Like, are you trying to laugh at my sickness? Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. Very messy. Right, but okay. anyway, if it's getting messy, leave that relation. Why do you leave the messy okay, so who situation away? No, but then again, okay. Who's who's going? Who who, oh, she might have used messy as a play of words. Yeah, messy. that's what she did literally at the end. Like this is getting messy, literally. Literally. But so who are you going to leave the messy boy for? Like, 
Somebody has to. A guy, a guy who probably just wouldn't fight in your face. I guess I don't find that sexy. Yeah, I don't. Mm-mm. Some people do. Like some people, are like ah, I mean, I just mess anyhow. But it's also, my it's also, it's also like a a litmus test for what the relationship is. I don't think so. Because if I can shit in front of you, I can mess in front of you. It means I've crossed the threshold. Like it. I was married to somebody, and I don't think he ever saw me take a dump. Honey, a cat. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just didn't feel no, comfortable. But... No, because it's not about him. Even my siblings, and I say this How to you all feel, the time. Yeah. No, 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 no. My poo is shy. I tell you this all the time. Like I never, I, I don't use public bathroom. I don't go to the bathroom in public because it just wouldn't come out. It's shy. Remember when I had my fibroid that's surgery? A, that's a superpower. You no, know what God has listen. Done for let you. me tell you what. I remember when I had my fibroid surgery. Shout out to Doctor Labi, and you know they wouldn't let you go unless your bowels start to move. Mm-hmm. And four days later, my bowels didn't move. And I said to him, I said, "Listen, I am telling you it's because I'm here. I like my own comfort. When I travel, I might tell you that I might not do number two for a minute because my body's not. I'm my siblings. So you just get location where you like to drop. He just likes being comfortable." It's not uh, like my bathroom, the candles, the scent. You, you've been, you, yeah. yeah. So even my siblings. I'm not even the shit for that your bathroom. It's too pristine for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to say is that even my siblings. So it wasn't about the guy. Like mm. we, I didn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take a dump in front of my sister. It wouldn't come out. It was just, I'll be like, leave the so bathroom. So talking about Makiwa shit selects bathrooms. I want to be talking about Makiwa shit so I, bad. <laughs> I Look mean, at that. it's shy. It just I wouldn't know. go. Expensive shit. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, I do stand you. <laughs> okay, so next one is you. Um, single uh, mom to a child with autism, struggling mm-hmm. with finding balance, balancing my career, balancing finances, balancing my social life. Just basically struggling. How do I evolve from the trauma of a horrible marriage, raising a kid by myself, to living a fulfilled and balanced life? <sighs> you know, I've, I've, one of my friends, Sarah to Dr. Jessica, she is an autistic doctor. She helps kids. And you know, one one of the things that she would always say is that, you know, if you're raising autistic kids, you need as much help as you can from the doctor to even the people that give care to them. And they have to, they have to also know how to give care to, mm. to these kids. It's not gonna be easy, but um please try and get help as much as you can. Um I don't know how much support you have from your husband or the rest she of your She said family. the marriage is broken. Broken marriage. She said, I'm living with a failed marriage, failed trauma of a horrible marriage. Yeah. How do I evolve? So I'm thinking the marriage is probably over yeah. when you're trying to evolve yeah. from a, a, a horrible marriage, raising yeah. a kid by myself. Okay. So I think she's alone now. But I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like she should feel bad for it. Like, don't feel bad about it. Get help. Also, be able to be a mom. Like, attend to yourself as well. Mm. You know that it's not they're not a liability it's just that you need extra work with them they're kids that you need extra attention and everything mm. so get help as much as you can don't feel bad for getting help at all mm. and you know focus on yourself too so you have to be healthy for your mm. autistic kid and just to add to that i think you know she doesn't feel seen and i know that you you've been mm. through a major change um nobody wants to have a sick child it's one of the prayers that people pray against but the truth of the matter is sometimes these things happen and you know as timisa always goes the god route i would say god doesn't he knows you're capable mm-hmm. and that child is such a blessing you might not see it now yeah. um but there's a reason why he came to mm. the world we've seen autistic children get through their autistic phase and go on to become mm. amazing people in life and you know it's always darkest before mm. dawn mm. so this is your test there was a story about a guy who went to God and complained so hard about, oh my God, you know, why me? This is my cross. It's ugly. It's rugged. It's heavy. It's just 
wrong. And, you know, the Lord said to him, okay, you know what, go into this room and look around. And if you see any other cross that, you know, you think is your size, then I, will not, I won't mind for you to, to, to swap. And he went and he would go through, he would see some broken, rejected, this gold, that. You know, he literally went through the room and saw different sets of crosses, one half, one, the leg wasn't straight, one, you know. And then he went back and in one corner, I just saw this one that, you know, looked not so bad compared, compared to every other thing he had seen. And he carried it and ran to God and said, this is what I want. And God said, that's the cross you walked in with. You know, so sometimes it's perspective. Yes. You know, we go through these things and we think it's us. Timothy has hit the nail on the head. Help. Don't be afraid to reach out. Your family, mm. you know, whatever that looks like. Your friends, whatever that looks like. And when people are trying to be open to you, please be present because you don't know what it took them yeah. to get to the point where they actually, you know, want to reach out to you. And we hope that you write us someday and things have changed for you. Yeah, but and she also mentioned healing from trauma. Yeah. Only Jesus therapy. can do that, my love. Uh, Jesus is great. Therapy is also very yeah, great. Yeah, therapy as well. Therapy yeah. is great. Like, Jesus is good. Jesus is definitely the greatest healer. But I feel like sometimes Jesus is not here. And sitting with a professional who has navigated the emotions you might be going through might help you. I love our generation. Cheers to us. We're open to therapy. Yes. And we're talking healing. about it. And healing. And breaking cycles. Yes. So, yeah. It's tough, but we're doing it. Next. Okay, so this one is from Sugar Plum. She's, she's, she's saying, or she's asking, is it okay to date your sister's husband's younger brother, which is your in-law? Yeah, or not related, yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's stopping you, baby? <laughs> <laughs> What's the relation? Sister's husband's younger brother. Mm. Sister's husband is not a relative now. When I go married to the family, it's easier. Mm. So, you know, so when we have family problems, I go table and yeah, myself. Hey. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Someone yeah. says, baby girl, will you marry for Bali, USA? Two, Toke has been married before and has some experience. Will you marry a rich Oimbo man if the love is not doing you gasbos, but you're well assured of great, peaceful, rich life? Thanks. <laughs> Toke, what to you? You know that real where you're doing and the person just disappears? That was what I thought they would have done. Mm. I've hoped they would have just made me disappear. Oh. With the Oimbo man. Yeah! <laughs> okay, please. <laughs> but, okay, so what's, what's your take? Would I marry for comfort? Hell to the fuck. Yeah. Hmm. I've, maybe I've not really suffered the way I'm supposed to suffer. That's why I think. It that, doesn't have anything to do with suffering, though. Yeah, but then uh, this is what I think, right? And because marriage is a is a long term commitment, right? Mm. What if you marry and three years in and you're not happy? What if you marry the person you love and in three years you're not happy? Okay, but she doesn't. This Oyibuma doesn't look like she has fallen in love with him. This yeah, is, but then that's what I'm saying. This is the survival. problem with our virtual world. Our parents were match made sometimes and that shit worked. So I'm what, the reason why I'm answering is not from a place of poverty or suffering. Mm -hmm. It's because I am now beginning to unlearn that thing my auntie used to say to me when I was young. Follow the one that likes you more. I found it to be true. But what if you don't like them more? It grows. Not always. Oh, uh, okay. Like, I don't believe that one. Is it, as Bolani said on my couch, is it chemistry you eat at 60 when you need someone to hold your hands and listen to your dry jokes and there's nobody there? <laughs> Sometimes you should follow the lady. Now, so you be with Blessy, don't now call the to No, but listen, all I'm going to say is, I think that it's okay if you don't feel in love with the person you're marrying yet. So you it, can grow in love. She's even saying, like you said, if this love is not doing you buzz, but you are well assured of a great, peaceful, rich life. My sister. <sighs> Since I, why, why, we're at the crossroads. I'm not at the crossroads. I'm thinking... <laughs> Took a pretend. <laughs> Let's pretend. No, I'm not at a crossroads. See, beauty and the beast. Let me tell you something. Okay, that's it, that's it. Listen to me. Even beauty 
you think it was by chance she fell in love with the beast? In the beginning, when she got to the house and the beast was horrible, 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 was she not staying in that room? The night the beast had dinner with her, she stopped seeing the beast. Hmm. She didn't even want him to switch at the end. She was okay with him being a beast for the rest of their life. My friend, sometimes if you don't suffer, so can I suffer for this life? It's not about suffering. No, I'm just saying. It's about picking you. I'm just saying that. And a life of life is. If you don't suffer, so can I suffer for this life? If we will come, we just show you small light. We fall in love. It's a small light. Just small light, is it? Why are we hamping on the Oyibo fat? It could also be an old black man now. Is it rich? So marry a rich. Oibo man. My sister, listen. If she says the love is not doing her like that, but the love is doing her, but not like that. Mm-hmm. That means there's because something she the feels. When, when you marry such people, like this, you can't get one small leaf with the, with the, with the hair palm. So you feel like the mafia get one small leaf. So if they come and go U.S., you know, see those black boys for U.S.A. But tell you what she see. She's already married. Oibo go there as the, the, the look she after go the children. She go to town. Mm, to make it sense to, to me, she stay here, baby, with, with this economy. As she no get, to make it just stay sister, here. This, over, to, over to Jesus on this one. <laughs> I can never advise you. Listen, girl. So okay, let's let's vote. What's what's your take? I told her choose a life of comfort. Why are you why are you doubting my answer? Follow your heart, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Follow your heart. Okay. Oh, so I feel like you're judging my responses. No, I'm not. Why do you ask me three times? I've already told her to follow the Wimbo guy. Okay, so when I'm... she gets to that bridge, my problem with you is you are always looking for scenarios that might never exist. What if she gets there, she finds one boy where they fall out of time? What if it... <laughs> and it's always like when it comes to people with money, they start to find an excuse. When you are poor, nobody tells you, if it's a poor man talking to you about now, you don't say, what if? You just say, ah, God will provide. When he's rich, they're not start telling you five, six, seven ways that the wealth can disappear or it can become an asshole. Wait, it also depends on how rich he is. Because you may not mind married out people right now. What I'm saying to you is that why is it that people are quick to, when they hear a story has to do with wealthy and a better life, because of their current situation, they are quick to fear it and then give you advice based off of, ah, what if, what if he dies? What if he does this? What if it's a great life? What if she grows to fall in love with him? What if that's what was written about her? We talk about it. If we go back even biblically as you be Jesus' boy, certain things happen in the Bible. If they happen today, they will criticize those people. Esther, for instance. A whole king. You think that king was you young? You never see understand that Esther story. Wait, you think, wait, let's even, you think the king was young? The king even told them to groom all the virgins around the land and prepare them so they would come into him and he would pick. That means the king was probably just going through, sifting through, and then Esther was the chosen one. Mm-hmm. If a young girl woke, woke up today to say there's one king she wants to go and prepare herself for, the whole world would come out and be like, ah, Shewo, this, that, 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 that. But oh. guess what? She was set for a time to deliver the people of God. Oh. Sometimes the foolish things of this world... It's okay, you don't re- don't twist Bible into so you go mama. Like, wow. <laughs> no, wow. But even even that Esther story, I need let's just talk about that Esther story because even what did they do Vashti no good? I swear. Vashti just did like this. Like, somebody just collect your husband tossing the will of God. God, God. And you know what thing they pay me pass for that Vashti thing? All through the years we could go to church, pastor would preach say she had pride in her heart. Which pride she had pride that? in her heart. But if you sit for a moment and Google back those days then and you know where they're from, the mm-hmm. era that they were from, mm-hmm. they barely wore clothes. And the Bible says that the king will get drunk with his cohorts and then demand that his queen, a whole queen, should come and entertain Ten them. Day. I think it was probably naked. Uh, when you say entertainment, what he wants to show off her beauty. What does that mean? A queen. Imagine as Queen Elizabeth Day. Okay, she don't die now, but imagine <laughs> as the level of standard of queen. As you see a queen, a man will get drunk. And then tell a queen to come and entertain commoners. Imagine that happens now. Then Vashti stays staying her right and saying, no, I'm not going to do that. She lost like that. It's one smallie. God, Jesus has, 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 has had a question when I get no, to No, it just means that sometimes in life, 
One person's own go bad for another person's own to be good. That's mm. just life. Sometimes you people say black and white. The shades of grey, they are wider than the black or white. But we're not ready for that conversation yet. So back to this girl. Follow your heart, I agree. If your heart is telling you that a better life awaits you in the name of love. I'm sure when Esther was entering the king, she was probably crying to thinking, I'm a young girl. It's so bad. Not really. Esther looked like she, she was digging some gold. God, please forgive me. I don't know what <laughs> Esther was doing there. <laughs> Esther, we're ready. We're, we're ready every single part. I said, get out. We <laughs> but guess what? Now she's the king like us. Now she saved people. But mm-hmm. for the first time she saved people, Esther, take your flowers. And so maybe this girl, she feels safe her family line too now. Yes, now that's what I'm saying. So follow the Oibo. Okay, so the verdict is that she followed the Oibo. Follow. She's the Esther to her family. My sister. Case closed. My brother. This one is from Anonymous. He says, <laughs> how do I start out my career in the media? More than, more like TM style. I think more she like... meant more like TM style. Mm. And also a to-do list for starters to make opportunities meet preparation. Ooh, that's very interesting. Do you want to start? Um, how do you start your career in the media? I don't know. Anybody can start anywhere, but I just feel like, you know, hmm. consistency is really the currency of this game. No, sir, I don't need to override you. If you don't love the job, if you don't have true passion for it, don't mm-hmm. do it. No, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to... There's the love that will bring consistency. So now. many people look at... I, I had a problem with TM style. I get that I can be a template, but I'm trying to say to you that so many people look at what it looks like now mm-hmm. and think, you know, it's going to be honky-dory. Mm-hmm. But I'm here to tell you that if you don't have the stamina or the patience for it, don't do it. Because it takes, as I said, dedication, yeah. consistency. you got to love it more than the paycheck. Yeah. Because you would never earn what you think that you're deserving at the beginning. At the building phase... <laughs> so David Beckham loved to kick a ball and he made a career off of it he wasn't thinking money when he started mm-hmm. so if you want to if you think you've decided that this is the path you want to go through courses are always good unfortunately but I read English language I didn't really have a course to be a broadcaster like that I've been on several on the job mm-hmm. BBC trainings uh, but um, when I started I didn't, I just started because of my passion I was passionate about it mm-hmm. So you can continue. Also, for me, I just, I, I mean, according to what Sukhaya said, you know, you have to love it. But then again, it's a love that will bring about the consistency because there are days where you not get paid, you be, you take shit. Oh, you take a lot of shit in this business. But shit is manure. It's going to get you ahead. So you have to serve Ooh, as well. deep. Yeah. Manure. You have to serve as well. Like serving, like find radio stations, um, podcast networks, what, wherever, like you mm. need to learn, mm. learn so that eventually, when you see your own time, you already understand structure, you understand the business at the point where you can fly mm. or run your own ship. Mm. Yeah. So, and TM, becoming a TM, it's going to take a lot. I don't know how you're going to do it, but God is with you. Amen to that. Yes. You can also, what's that thing they say that people do now where you have intern, you can intern with someone who is yes. a renowned um, broadcaster. Mm. And just learn the ropes. Learning, you never, you never stop learning. Um, and the second part of our question was to do a list for starters to make opportunities meet preparation. Hmm. I'm going to say something that will shock you on this podcast. When we keep hearing opportunities, opportunities meeting preparation, let me tell you one thing that is hard, but is a truth that you must you must sleep with. Listen, not everyone's going to get that opportunity. It's not that I don't even like that term opportunity meets preparations because sometimes you're gonna gonna have to go out there and create that opportunity. Mm-hmm. 
because nothing is handed over to anybody. Do you understand? If it's handed over to you, check it well. There's something wrong with it. Sometimes you have to create your ideal of what an opportunity is. And that might look like you putting yourself out, recording your voice, recording your craft, showing up, opening up that cage, pushing, collaborations, going out of your way to literally... Because the, what those things do for you is without you knowing, it gets you better at the job. With every audition I was turned down, I got better at presenting because I'd gotten used to presenting and hearing no. So when I'm presenting in my head, I almost think it's going to be a no, but I got more fluent, I got more versatile, I got more confident. Do you know what I mean? And then the big yes came. Mm. So even with the big yes, I had to go for it. Opportunity is, a, I don't like that term, opportunity means preparation, because there are people that are finished with first class, there are people that that's read that book, that are more deserving they don't know the right people and they're never going to get the opportunity. Like it or not, that's life. There are people who don't have the first class but have rich daddies and one phone call mm -hmm. can give them that thing you're calling an mm -hmm. opportunity. So don't think about opportunity of one day go to just, you got to work hard. Yeah, That's that's my thing. So for, for me, I, I hear you talking but I'm, I'm in terms of preparation, I feel like the more you prepare, the more you open yourself to more opportunities. Mm -hmm. So it might not be the opportunity that you want. Mm. But, but that's where I answered in yeah. the getting better on the craft yes, yes, till you yes, get comfortable yes. enough mm. that you know that, you know, no one can deny. Say what you want to say about talking Makinwa. You can never say that I'm not the best host on the continent of Africa. Purr. You can never say that my interviewing style, like, because I, I got good on the at the job. I love it. That's what I mean by that. But you're also right. Yeah, because so. also me, I'm also learning on the job. I mean, I feel like after three seasons of TVT, I can host a proper show. But I, think I don't can. think I could have done that two years ago when I started. Parade! Yeah. Parade! Yeah. So this one is for you. Oh, hi guys. Can you two please just highlight some key decisions you took in your career to get to this height? A few or even a lot of us will be in so much need of it. Thank you. Ah, I woke up and I just... You, to be fair, I when I when people ask me this question, I don't like to sound like I did this, I did that, because it seems like I had a plan. I'm being very honest with you guys. I just was sick of banking. My family knew I was sick of banking and I'd been on the radio earlier on when I was 19 uh, for a brief stint. And they said, you know, you, you were the happiest when you did this. Why don't you go back to that job? And when I was coming back to it, I had no clue that my career was going to become what it is. But one thing that I would tell you that I did is I took... And I am still taking every fucking opportunity. It might look little. It might look big. It might look like it's not an opportunity. I will do it. I became dead to shame. I would network. I will put myself out. I will post that picture. Ah, they will come for... I was torn deaf to... Because tunnel vision. Mm. So tunnel vision for me was important. And I was just showing up. I would yeah. take every opportunity. I worked for free. Ah! A lot. Come on, for exposure. Come mm. on. And I vowed that if I made it in this business, I would never let anyone work for me for free. And no matter where you said, nobody has ever worked for me for free. I might not pay you what you truly deserve, but, you're but at something. least I will pay you something. Mm. Yeah. Because I know how I felt when people would say things like, there's no budget to his exposure exposure but that budget was created but somebody's eating it because they believe that if we just get these hungry people 
to do it, they'll be all too grateful to just do it. Mm -hmm. So those were the key things for me. I would show up. I would take every opportunity. Some worked out. Some did not. I cried my tears in private and I moved forward. But I was never going to take no for an answer. And then I just was tunnel vision. I just wanted to just be good at everything I was doing. Mm. I, I, I agree with you completely. Like, is that it's just showing up every day, doing the work. Like, um, my people say, if you peace for one place, after a while, it's go foam. For one particular, we just keep doing the same thing. Um, with me, it was just a decision to say that, you know, I want this. How do I go about it? And I applied myself. Nothing's applying yourself to the work. So kept on showing up, even for free things. And you know, the thing about you, when you're doing those free work, you don't realize how much you really want this thing because you're not earning, but you just have some joy that, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do. Eventually, it's going to pay off. And so we don't know when it's going to pay off. We never know when it's going to pay off. But when it does, you'll be so happy that you did the work. So this one is anonymous. It's from an anonymous person, right? And they're saying, I'm queer and I want to get married. My heart and my head is after a girl. I love the idea of marriage and I want to have a family of my own. Keep me anonymous. There's nothing wrong with that. I will say, just be honest with who you're going to end up with. I feel like half the time, the problem is that people are leaving a huge lie. And I understand the burden. You know, sometimes we're quick to say, that gay, gay guy married that babe, that gay guy married that babe. Have we for once even thought about how difficult it is for them to face themselves every morning, knowing there's this secret they're hiding? Mm -hmm. I know how well I go to bed at night with nothing on my conscience. I imagine having to go to bed with... My husband's child is not his. It's today the day he's going to find out. Mm. Or, it's more, or, or I'm gay and I'm married to this person and they don't know. Mm. Do I have to be deleting messages? It's a hard life. So I feel like, you know, honesty is key. The, your heart is running after a girl. You might not get the girl your heart is running after because she might not be that open. But there are people who are beards and they, they, they confidently, comfortably live in that life. So if you're honest enough with the person yeah. to say, listen, I have... This is who I am, but I do want a family. How can we make this work? How can we make this work? Yeah, I feel like even these days, women are more liberal. Women are more aware that, you know, men can want to do and do this side and do the other side. So, I mean, I feel like if you can have a conversation with your significant other, your better half, mm. right? To see if you guys can go through life. But I understand why some of them might be so... so Because, again, we live where it is actually illegal in this part of the world. Yeah. And the suppression, mm. we can't even take away from the fact that... You know, I, I've, and I, I know someone said this on another podcast that I watched. Until we are willing to come to the table and have these conversations, yes, yes. many more gay men will wear marry. their suits over the weekend and marry straight women. And it's unfortunate that some of them also go to, like, churches and places where they feel like they can hide mm. who they are for so long because the girls in church are not looking for sex they're just looking for you to marry them in fact do you know what I mean a lot of women have married the gayest men from church because pastor said you should not touch each other before marriage yes and obviously that's an easy and we must we must be comfortable enough with ourselves with no judgment to come to the table and have these sort of conversations where, where if you like knock your head on the wall mm. shout truth of the matter is it is happening it was happening before you came to be yeah you, you're not going to, you're, you're vehemently, your hatred mm. or your, your bile for how you feel about somebody else's living their life mm -hmm. is not going to change the fact that it is what, what it, it is. is. Yeah. So maybe approach this from a, let's be honest with ourselves. I'd rather see your naked truth and leave me the decision to say, I would go ahead with this than for me to enter into, I think it's that betrayal that is the worst. But for some of the 
men or the queer men is the rejection from the people that they want to be with. And I get that, but honey, yeah. guess what? We all face rejection one way or the other. We face rejection as even straight people. Mm -hmm. You want to be with someone, they don't want to be with you. What are you going to do? You can't True. force them. Do you know what I mean? I still believe that those who accept you will accept you for who you are. There are women who are who might not be so closed off to it because they've also lived life, they've seen things, they understand, and they're all about the friendship with this person. So I just believe that it took a lot for you to write this question to Ross. No judgment zone, as we said. I think that if you find that person, the worst thing you can do to her is to let her be in the dark. Mm, it will kill her. Yeah. Rather, say it. Do you understand? This is me. Oh. The women will say, I did like woman, I did womanize. If you want to marry me, marry me. If you don't want to marry me, make I did go. If she's interested, she will do it now. But although I get that, you might be afraid that you, that's one more person that now knows your secret. So, yeah. <sighs> this generation. This generation. But I, I feel like you should have a conversation with her. I don't think he's met somebody. He says he fantasizes. He likes to, uh, he, his head goes after her. My heart and head is after a girl. So there's a particular person that he wants to be eh. with, but I'm not sure he he thinks that she would marry him knowing that fact. Oh. So the yeah. best thing for you to do is to find somebody who would like you regardless, who mm. would love you and say, you know what, regardless mm. of whatever you, you are, I like you, I'm going to marry you, I'm going to have kids. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And he wants to have children, so... That's important. He might just want to have kids and both of you. And this is as real as it gets. So before you roll up your nose and start saying you're too Christian, maybe this was not the kind of pod you should watch because, honey, I'm tired of all the fakeness and how we cover shit up. Let's have these conversations and be real with ourselves. It's mm -hmm. happening. It has been happening from time. It will continue to happen if we continue like this. Mm. Some people are stuck in it. <laughs> Imagine you really fighting to keep a marriage and a relationship and doing everything possible. And the truth is just that the guy is not buying what you're selling. Hmm. Hmm. Some people like that. Hmm. That's life even no good see for enough. this life. Life is hard enough. It's so hard I don't want to fight for love. It's hard. And, and, and you know, uh, you know, Usi was saying something uh, on, it was on the blog some, some weeks ago that, you know, the, the, women cannot have, afford to be homophobic because you end up marrying the men who are hiding because of the homophobia. Mm. Yeah, because the thing is, Nigeria, some Nigerian women are homophobic, right? Mm. And the thing where, because the men want to protect themselves, I mean... They will go after such women? They would do everything to marry such women because those women are already blinded by the fact that, you know, my husband cannot be gay. Gotcha. I didn't quite understand it, but yeah, I gotcha but, now. So... Please. Mm. These are long questions. Should we do like two, three more and then see how you guys feel? Yeah. And then maybe we can do this again in the new year. What do you think? Let's try. So let's try three more questions. You take the next one. Mm, let me see which one is as juicy. Mm, juicy, 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 juicy. I found one. Should I read it? Okay. I'm 25 years old and I want to get married soon. But I also love going out and exploring. I don't like presents like the normal traditional wifey, but I really want to be a wife soon and hopefully find a man that will also enjoy traveling and going outside with the triple E, she puts. But the men I'm attracted to or the ones that I'm attracting right now, they're mostly here for the thrill and loss. Should I change my ways to get a man or stay as I am and still get what I want? Stay as you are, baby. I feel like the, there's somebody for someone. Mm-hmm. And I know the pressure of society and the pressure. And you might look at me and be like, oh, boy, you're, you've not found the person yet and you're 39 or whatever. I might not be married now, but I've had beautiful relationships. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of them 
was were not meant to lead to marriage. Some of them were just character development. for what it was. Not mm. character development per se, because that's a negative thing. If a nigga came to my life to character develop me, that means <laughs> he came to straighten things out, right? No, but I mean, like, so, so some relationships will leave you smarter and better. Yeah. yeah. No, I, f- I even feel like I, I started n- defining love again in the later part of my 30s. Mm-hmm. And because I feel like a lot of, as she said, I'm 25 and I want to get married. We're programmed as African and Nigerian women to believe that once you go to school, get a degree, the next phase is marriage mm-hmm. and then children, which is why children out of wedlock for so long has been shunned and looked down upon. When a woman has a child out of wedlock, the community looks at her as a wayward woman mm-hmm. because for some way or some reason, there was a clock that I don't know who puts it that said, this is how things should go. And, you know, rules are made so that order can be followed, right? I just feel like in my later part of my 30s, I started realizing that if you date for what it is, you gain so much more than with a goalpost. So, yes, you do want to get married. I'm not saying entertain everyone because marriage is really worth what you want. Mm -hmm. But you are not in control of those things. The things you're in control of, the things you're about to eat next, whatever, you can't control somebody marrying you or you marrying the person. Those who've tried to do it, they've ended up in trouble, right? So the things you can't control of, but yes, the goal is I want to get married and start a family at some point. Mm -hmm. But not every relationship that is happening in your life right now is meant for that. Mm -hmm. Some are there just for the fun of it. Sometimes the Holy Spirit gives you people because you're lonely. Because you're, he knows you're not ready for marriage because he needs you to acquire and get certain projects in place before mm-hmm. you marry. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. So there will be companions along the way. Mm-hmm. We fumble people so much in this generation because we believe that once there's no marriage attached to it or once he's not saying this or once he's not accepting of me. Now look at this 25-year-old girl trying to change who she is. She enjoys going out. Mm-hmm. She enjoys the traveling. Mm-hmm. She enjoys being outside. But society has conditioned her to believe that for you to be a wife, you have to drop these things and then be homely. Yeah. But that's pretentious yeah and 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 if you're going to even enjoy your marriage marry somebody who likes you for you that's why i said there's somebody for everybody mm. you will meet that one person there's nothing like you're too much for someone yeah. i was watching blink dubai i don't know if you guys saw season two safa and fahad for somebody for us in this part of the world we think that it's a bit much mm-hmm. you think the girl is just some brat materialistic complains too much but guess what the guy loves her there's somebody for somebody. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the guy loves her with all her complaints. With yeah. all her, that's what the guy likes. So there are people who are men that will tell you, "I married my wife because she's dramatic." You see that drama? Is what that's what he enjoys the trouble. <laughs> so sis, do you enjoy being outside? Mm-hmm. Don't look at the clock of I do want to marry. Do I have to change my ways because you're already going by it? And if you continue thinking about it in this way, you will fall into wrong hands. Yeah. Leave, enjoy living. If the right time for your destiny say you go no go marry till thirty five, you go kill yourself. I swear. What if they even write up for you say no go marry at all? Hey. No, Dinah. If somebody, what's that thing that that training voice on TikTok? You should sit down. Everything love. Every time love, 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 love. Nobody love you. Love yourself. I swear. You me, I be praying to God. I say, somebody for my somebody should find me a big. I know. Wouldn't it be beautiful? I swear. I'm tired to get I want to see you in love. I'm just tired of being on the streets. <laughs> you sound like this person. This I'm anonymous street person. boy. Hmm? You sound like this anonymous person. Let me be a... Now even me right now. Because I'm tired of shape, shape shifting and shape adjusting for you hoes. Anyway, God has already told me this is 2024. I will be hitched. hitched. Anyway, let me read this one. Um, <laughs> it says, no use my name. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so God, where do I start from? I never knew in this life I'll be telling a story as appalling as this. My dad has been chasing small, small girls. I'm older than. I am disgusted, can't stare him in the face since I found out. Oh, shall we mention oh, shall we mention how religious and virtuous he is? Is is God awful? He, He's being a cheat. It's God awful. It's I mean I think he meant it's so it's awful. It's God awful, yeah. He's been a cheat since the beginning of their marriage. I'm a Muslim and we're told to be obedient towards our parents. However, I'm one stray away from literally spitting at his sight. Ha. Hmm. I just even feel like even this person is judgmental too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you will send the question. You are still judgmental. <laughs> I know that is I don't know that is yeah. bad scenes, but you too. Calm down. That's all you gotta say? Yeah, it's too deep. Like, yeah. Nah, I don't think he's being judgmental. What do you mean he's spitting on his face? Because no, I, no, no, no. I feel like definitely he was probably. Children are like sponges, right? Right. They absorb, and mm-hmm. you know the environment where where is where where as a result of our environment, mm-hmm. um, you find out that children sometimes who grew up in homes where the man was a rolling stone, two things either happen to them. They either become their daddies or they become the complete opposite, opposite yeah. of what they saw at home. Mm. And, you know, clearly if he's seen younger girls, they might be some pedophilic... No, but I don't think... It, I don't when think he says girls that I'm even older, did you not read it? Go, where do I, How old is he? We have, to, we have need listen, context. My dad, where do I start from? I never knew in this life I'd be telling a story as appalling as this. My dad has been chasing small, small girls. I am older than. I am disgusted. Can't stare him in the face. If these people, his age category, he cannot be saying that. He cannot be saying that. Okay, so this is my thing, right? So I don't think the judgment thing is the right call. Because he says, can we mention how religious and virtuous he is? So if there were people who were of age, then your father is an adult. The girl, however young you look at it, is an adult. These are now consenting adults who you know that is a rolling stone. Hmm. But if you say my father is chasing small, small girls that I'm even older so than, there's more, context there. there's more context there. Do you understand? And he probably isn't proud of the fact that his father is an enabler and probably... He's probably trying with his friends as well. Yeah, like young girls. So, but then, like... Or I mean, she. I don't know if it's he or she. So, she, he's also saying I'm a Muslim and we're too... Uh, no. It's awful. He has been a cheat since the beginning of the marriage. That's the part I don't agree with, right? The beginning of the marriage with his mom. Yeah, I assume. Mm. And also, but it's okay. The marriage probably has been over since, but he, they don't know as as kids. That's 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 a fact. But then that leads us to a whole bigger conversation of yeah. why our parents are frauds. Why do they stick through situations that they know it's not healthy? Because this is a cycle mm-hmm. this man has mm-hmm. built right now. So to be fair, so he, you know. he, he might not even understand. So that's why it's okay to have conversations with your kids. Right? Yeah. So the man can be acting out from a broken place as far. This relationship is over. Mom, your mom and I are probably not thing mm. again. Mm. Obviously, he's a clergyman or he's a virtuous man in church. Doesn't necessarily mean doesn't have needs and he's not going to do what's going to do. You know, the church is a laundry house for all of us or the mm-hmm. or the mosque, wherever. But my thing is that he should be able to have a conversation with his father saying. Then what's up with this? If he's, yeah, also, that's another thing with parenting and how we were raised. Yeah. I feel like our parents did not raise us to be as vocal. They were doing, we're breaking cycles in this generation. True. People are raising their children differently now where you can have this conversation. How many of us then born you were? 
How many of us will find out that our parents, ah, people will find out that their parents were cheating from text message. Mm. People find out, my father will say, go and plug my phone. They will read messages. They will cry. My father is cheating with my mother's friend. My father is, you know, people, people have seen things. Mm. Do you understand? But they didn't have that environment where you could come. For him to be this virtuous and this, he was, he's probably the man in the house. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And this person is crying out from a place of abuse. He has seen things that shouldn't be in the home that is taking place in the home, which is why he's saying he can't even stand to look at his dad. Just something that struck me. You know the thing where he's supposed to be a man and a figure, right? And he's probably so flawed that, you know, he's probably he probably thinks he's hiding it so well from the sun. Mm. But the sun now is not seeing another part of him. Like you that's so virtuous and you are, like, look at you, look at your life. Because imagine if your father stands up in the mosque and he's delivering a message and you know he was with a 19-year-old or like, 18-year-old girl yesterday night. This is from a place of pain. Mm. And I feel like definitely... You know, there has to be healing in this family. We need to have a conversation. Do about you get? Because as I said, two things happen to kids who grow up in such an environment. Either they wake up and they say, I never want to be like my dad. Or they become worse. Or they wake up and they become worse because they saw that at home. So before this person ends up or turn, turns out that way, I'm happy that he wrote to us. I definitely feel like, you know, it's something that you need to get healing from, the way you feel about your father. Heal first so that when you're going to have the conversation with your dad, it's, and I keep saying that because therapy did that for me. I remember when, you know, in therapy, they would say to me to write out the things that hurt me and the people that hurt me and choose if you want to have a conversation with them. But the difference is right now, you're having a conversation from a healed place where their hurts can no longer hurt you. Mm -hmm. some, some of them I didn't even bother because from writing out my experience, I let it go. And there was no need. I just healed from, from my head. Mm -hmm. But there were some people that it was necessary to. So when I spoke to them, it didn't come from a judgment, anger, bitterness place. It came from me. Let me try and understand your thought process. Why were you such a shitty person? Exactly. So maybe that's what he needs with exactly. his dad. Maybe that's what he needs. If you heal, then you can sit with your father and just be like, you've done my mom dirty for mm -hmm. so many years. And it's affecting me. So I just want to know why. Then he can get the response you said. Mm. Maybe the man at marriage has moved over from you. You might get clarity. Yeah. 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 But guys, thank you guys for trusting us so much with all of this. this Jesus, you so almost made like, me doctor. This is so much to unpack. Oh. You guys are going through things. Uh, I've talked so much. My head but, hurts. But that's why the show is, is on because we are a safe Do you think we should do this again? We should do it again. And again I enjoyed and again and again. it. Yeah. More fun questions too. Yeah. I get it. I know Tim Insa is very deep on his podcast yeah. and you guys like the deeps. I'm crazy. So I think it's because of you they were sending all these like deep questions. Hmm, should I ask one last deep one? Or should we save it for next But well, did we not have a best in the beginning? Didn't I tell you that was going to be a better question answer than a deeper one than you? Not really. I did. You were the one that said... Let's vote. Let's vote. Who gave deeper responses to questions? Let's vote. Tell me that told somebody that they are judging. You Your vote will determine You told someone the that they are your... judging you. Yeah? Somebody opened up their heart to you. You said they are judging. No, but they, at the beginning, there was a bit of judgment <laughs> there. But I, I love him so, so much. So thank you for bringing the context to me in a way that, you know, I could advise them better. But then, like... That's... And you're so perfect as an advisor. Aguni and he suits you. I Why? think you should add that to your brand. Because no. you're very accommodating your patience with the way you're reading the questions. I was just like... Rrr. Yeah, because, because sometimes I have to actually read beyond what is written here. Because at the beginning, I'm just like... Mm. My friend, in his face. I can see that you've done a lot of work on yourself. Have her. And have you're I? very deep now. I don't know, maybe I'm faking it. Sometimes I miss the surface you. Yeah. Can you just be surface? Ah! A little shallow for you, my love. You're too Anything. deep for me now. Context, too deep. 
If we're in friends, God knows that mm. I would. If we're not friends, God knows that I would eat on you. Really? Yeah, I think you're so good looking. Oh, thank you, my love. Such a yummy man. We're gonna get some this Christmas. Just from one, you. Just one. Just one time for the one time. You're telling the world you're going to have sex with me. Yeah. How dare you? Well, you asked for it. <laughs> Talking about, about decide. Decide. Where do you want to be? So if I strip naked, you really have sex with me. Would you not be afraid? So okay, you know, I have, you know I have the, a God-fearing podcast. Because your pastor me. watches your podcast? Everybody watches it. My whole church. Oh, really? I cannot admit anything here. Oh, wow. Let's go outside. This is part of what we're saying about how the church is full of fake hideous. This is part of the problem. It's part of the it's issue. It's part of the problem. <laughs> Why can't you be honest enough to be like, I'm a child of God, but I, I do occasionally, you know, sometimes give in to the lust of my flesh. But God has I already don't. saved me because guess what? He already knew I was going to fall. And grace had abound even for the place that I fell no. because he loves me beyond my fall. And my fall was not for me to just take and hide. My fall was for me to speak to you about so that you might be guided in the day of temptation. You really say Booyah! you can use the Bible to preach anything and to get just <laughs> Goodbye, guys. Merry Christmas. This Merry has been an amazing. Christmas. We, should do, we should do this again next yes. year. Ask TT, ask TT more questions. Yeah, Send and I think we should also. I think I think this was really, really good. For the first, I'm so happy that they trusted us with the questions, mm -hmm. and we hope that you guys found some closure, clarity, mm -hmm. confusion. It's okay for you to find some confusion also because we're not perfect. Well, listen, we they can take it up from here. At least we've done some answers. We've given mm. them some answers that they can. And we didn't tell you that we have a doctorate degree in figuring out heart matters. We're just literally figuring it out by our own. So, yeah. shout out to the girl who with the white man. If you eventually move over there, send us an email. <laughs> okay, please. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.